Welcome to the Fred Tech Buy Podcast. I'm your host, Andres Mendoza, and with me is my co-host, Mark Walker. And thanks to Fitzy.org at Root for hosting us. Root is a one-stop public-private partnership to jumpstart new businesses and energize innovation in Frederick County. Dig deep. Cultivate tomorrow. Thanks, Mark. So today's podcast, we have with us Chris and Blue. They're both high school juniors who started this company called Vita EDO. And it's a, essentially, it's a platform that allows students in high school to look for different opportunities locally here in the community for either jobs or even internships um, and ways to kind of volunteer and stuff like that. I thought that was an amazing idea. I think they, they said that they were looking for opportunities, even just for employment on Indeed or Monster.com and found it very difficult, right? They're more than just Indeed or Monster.com yeah. or ZipRecruiter or any of those. Not uh, Those are good platforms for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to match high school students with internships at local right. companies, there really isn't anything doing that right now. Not that I and know, they yeah. have found that niche and they are working it. Definitely. Uh, they're getting people together. In other words, high school students together with employers. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it very well. Yeah, I think they said they have about 40 students now uh, and what, like a dozen or more companies are or and organizations that are involved. And so, you know, you can go on their site as a student to check any opportunities. And even as a business, if you are looking for sharp students, these guys are sharp. And they basically just started. This. Yes, they just started this about a year ago. So if you're looking for, for that, you know, interns or even you know, summer employment, things like that, this can be a platform that you can put your, your posting on. So I'm very excited about this. I was in awe with these guys. You know, I was they're, too. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I learned a lot too. Great conversation. <laughs> Definitely. So check it out. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, you know, if you guys want to introduce yourself, Chris, you go first. Uh, my name is Chris Pondock. I'm a junior at Frederick High School, and I'm the founder and CEO of Vita EDO LLC. I'm Blue Shapiro. I also am a junior in high school. I go to St. John's uh, down in Bucky Sound, Maryland, and I'm the COO of Vita EDO. Look at that. You guys are in high school. Yeah. You guys are starting a company. That's amazing. With titles like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> so real quick, let's talk about, you know, your company. Um, and if you can explain Vita Ida on a, on a billboard real quick, like, well, what would that look like? I'm driving by and I see that. Um, so really, we were thinking about it. We could put pretty much two things. Um, so one thing we could put on a billboard would be uh, connecting communities by creating opportunities. So at the heart of the business, Vita EDO connects local organizations to high school students who want job, internships, and volunteer opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and as part of really the amount of traction that we've gotten so far, a lot of the organizations we've been working in are extremely tight-knit and intimate, and they're really interested in getting a lot of students from the local area in building those communal relationships. And so right. that's why I would say that. We're also working a lot through the EDO and our name, the Equity, Diversity, and Opportunity. Ah, okay. So that's what I mean. All right. That's good. That's, okay. Yeah. Equity for all students, kind of getting them the level playing field. Diversity, definitely for communities in Frederick, we want to help a lot, a lot in public schools. And opportunity just to provide these good opportunities for students. Yeah. I imagine so you guys felt like there was, there was like a, a not a good way to find good opportunity here as a high school student. Is that that? that what the premise is here essentially yes okay yes. and so this is more than just hey i just want to get a like a busboy type job right. right it's more like i am passionate about 
you know, volunteering for these types of organizations, if these guys are on here, then I can find opportunities to do that. That can also help me develop the skill sets that I need for college or the workforce or whatever it is. Right. And like for us too, um, cause like at least I go to Frederick high school mm-hmm. and, um, as much like ethnically diverse the community is, there's also a lot of people who struggle economically. And so of course, for other students, for example, like some of my friends who want to be engineers or scientists and stuff, those internships and volunteer positions would be more ideal, Absolutely. but for the individuals who may be lower income and who are struggling with varsity sports and AP classes, they would want just your regular part-time job. And so right. we don't want to limit our scope because we want to help as many students as right. we possibly can. It's very one-on-one, very specialized. We don't have a lot of that on other job boards, and it's very, very community-oriented. Interesting. So you guys, you guys mentioned you you go to different high schools, right? Yes. How'd you guys meet? Uh, so kind of back and forth. The story of how we met, I think, was there was this um, STEM camp mm-hmm. right before our middle school. It was run by FCPS, right? For and it was um, sixth graders. Sixth graders, yeah. I think, and it was really oriented around STEM and tech. Okay. And, uh, I don't know exactly how it is. At least from my opinion, I think um, the entire camp was oriented around um, spies. So the different technologies that spy would use. And the end at the end, it would culminate in a trip to the International Spy Museum. And the one story I remember is that uh, I think I sat right behind him. Yeah, it was, just, me. it was kind of just, I don't know, I kind of got bugged by some of the <laughs> stuff you were saying along the road. Because every time you'd find a landmark that you'd see, you'd kind of like talk about it. And I'm like, kind of wish you would uh keep it down a little bit. <laughs> and then we ran into each other again at uh, West Frederick Middle School in sixth grade. Yeah. And okay. so we kind of knew each other a little bit by then. Definitely became better friends. Had yep. a lot of the same classes. And from there, we kind of got to know each other really well. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ha- you see, you've been to the Spy Museum down in D.C. Yeah, right? we have. Both cool stuff. Yes. It's been a while since I've been there. That's awesome. So it's, it's part of like that STEM program that you guys met initially and over the years you developed this relationship and then tell me about this idea like like were you specifically looking for opportunities and then you're like i can't find anything i gotta do something about that so the story of how vita started was um i think it was the spring break of my freshman year so april or march of 2017 and most kids that at that point i won't be looking for a job right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so a lot of my friends were getting to that legal age where they could start looking for mm-hmm. jobs um and so i think it was one day we were my father and i were walking around downtown frederick okay. and i was immediately drawn because so many restaurants and different institutions had help wanted signs everywhere. Okay. And a lot of my friends earlier that day, I remember too, were constantly complaining about how they couldn't find jobs in the first place. I think one of my friends, he had a job, but he hated the people that he worked with and was really interested in trying to find another place to actually, you know, work at. And um, that was really one of the first times that I was like, huh, you know, what if we could find an application that would connect these high school students Mm -hmm. with all of these organizations who are in desperate need for help, even from high school students. And the first thing that I did, of course, to make sure that this was a real need was I went on to Monster. I went into your Indeed and ZipRecruiter. And when I looked up high school jobs, there wasn't anything. Right. Really I'd, I'd imagine like most of those, you know, sites would be geared towards people are looking for careers, right? right? Or working yeah. professionals. Working professionals, yeah. right. Right. Okay. And Go so on. once I kind of found that, I was like, there could really be something we worked on here. And honestly, a lot of my initial thoughts about it were, you know, I was thinking about creating some sort of application at the time, regardless of what it was. But I didn't always have the belief in that idea, Uh you know, initially. And, you know, through the summer, I didn't even work on it. Right after my freshman year, I was kind of like, 
there still feels like there's something more in me that I could be working on and putting my passion towards. But as you know, my sophomore year goes on and a lot more students are kind of complaining and coming up and like, Chris, like I can't find the job. One of the stories I tell to you is um, I was in a Spanish class and there weren't a lot of students in our class. So every day at the beginning of the week, we would uh, sort of talk about what we did over the weekend. And there was one kid who would always talk about how he couldn't find the job. Literally every week, like, like, I applied to Red Lobster and I haven't heard back. I applied to Wawa and they denied me. And I'm like, I wish there was just some way that I could, you know, alleviate that problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that idea of tech in mind, I kind of just... Before we get too far, I'm, I'm really curious about the meaning of your name. You're talking about helping people's lives, but maybe you could elaborate on what Vita ETO means? So we've gone over the kind of equity, diversity, opportunity thing. That part. Um, so Vita, we were going to call it papaya, I think, before. That was, uh, that was Jamie. We were thinking of some others. Yeah. Uh, Vita makes sense to me. Yeah. You're, you're helping people in their yes, lives. Exactly. Vita, life, career, yeah. kind yeah. of that whole Vita. I also remember but the EDO. So the, yeah, no, I think that's actually you, Chris. You can, uh, well, the EDO stands for like our three core competencies. So equity, diversity, and opportunity. Um, but in terms of the Vita part, uh, the story is actually, and it comes from one of our old co-founders, uh, whenever he took vacations with his grandparents to Connecticut, he would go to this very specific restaurant, and he said that the hospitality was always great, the food was always delicious, but most importantly, like the service was just top-notch. <laughs> and a lot of the servers... Were high school students, and the name of that restaurant just happened to be Something Pasta Vita. Yeah, yeah, that was the story uh, of how that uh, okay. came to be. Yeah. And so he was like, "What if we just took off the E, just put Vita?" That's kind of how the that's name came to be. It's also like you were describing before: is that you found a niche that isn't being met. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've seen it's not being met, and so you're filling it. Right. Okay. So. So we know now, like, I can't go on Indeed as a high school student and find jobs there or or Monster.com, stuff like that. Now we have this platform, right? What are – you guys are are still new, right? What are some of the growing pains you feel like you've had so far? Um, The one biggest pain I think that we've had is uh, recently I approached – um, some of my teachers mm-hmm. about trying to just put some posters up in our school talking about the service because at the end of the day it's free for students and there's no way that this can harm them it can only be beneficial for right. them and so eventually my uh, talks got to the principal's office and uh, the one thing that the principal told me was that according to fcps code of conduct um, for-profit corporations can't promote within schools, you know, it, it makes sense, you know, right. it's pretty rational, but I just wish there was a little bit more support for school, for like students started yeah, startups. We are not right. advertising to the businesses, right. we're advertising to students right now. Right. So, so in have, schools. You, have you guys tried leveraging like social media platforms? We have for the most part, that's really what we've been doing. Okay. We even had a promotion for these sweatshirts and stuff. And so that's it's a nice looking sweatshirt. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so that's really the way that we've been doing it. But I think that a part of it too is like, how much can we maintain the interest of the student because right. while you can message them saying hey we have this great thing could you spread it to all of your friends right not every student will remember that in the back of their head that'll be just another text message left on red so it's mm-hmm. that's pretty much the biggest pain i think at least for me no so. and we're also having a lot of trouble kind of getting into these smaller communities not a lot of people i mean people live downtown but not everyone lives downtown a lot it's of true. people live in planned kind of you know, Whittier, Urbana, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to get into Westview, which is having incredibly difficult time getting in there. But all of these communities where they have a few businesses and a ton of students, but no way of getting in there right now. That's right. kind of our big struggle yeah. at the moment. Now, do you feel like, so, so there's always that balance, right? Because you can go after the students, right. but as 
if you put all your energy there, then it's like, where's the opportunity? Because you haven't right. hit the businesses yet. So are you trying to balance that, like hitting businesses and students at the same time? What do you feel like it's more important? Uh, we've definitely tried to find a balance. Um, I think, and from a lot of thinking we've done, it's more important that we go after the students first initially, because what we can do is we can use these students as sort of like marketing materials when we when we ask our businesses, right? Uh-huh. Because no business, because... The way that I've seen it too is we're B2B because we're selling to businesses, but a large part of the people who are using the platform are also students, right? And so we don't want to go to a business then say, how many users do you have? Oh, five or six. Right. They're not going to invest you know, in our, in, our, um, in our subscription model if that's the case. Okay. And so we've really been more invested in trying to get those students first because then we can use their power and their, um, their experience with the platform to sort exactly. of segue into that. But on the other side, we're trying to work really closely kind of one-on-one in, in relationships with these small businesses. Mm-hmm. If we can get this good relationship with them and get a couple of jobs onto the site and we can get this kind of draw to the students as well. Both right. sides will draw the other side, basically. Yeah, definitely. You have a different category for testimonials as you get yeah. the success stories. Coming up. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So give me one, anything that, any story that like validated your idea or like what you guys are working on. You're like, dude, this is why we are doing this right here. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to think of one. No, I don't have one at the moment. Nothing. Um, well, I have a... It's going to be a little bit longer too again, go but um, the, one of the biggest reasons why Vita started was because he wanted to enter into an entrepreneurship contest. Okay. Um, and so we eventually got to the pitch round, I think, um, at the University of Pennsylvania. Was, yeah. Yeah. And so um, essentially uh, we were competing against another team that had a lot of really good traction and um, the people who were behind it had done it for a very long time, entrepreneurship in general. Okay. Right. And we were just a new idea, right? Like we barely had our MVP made. It was like a really simple mobile app that you could just click and right. stuff and connect it to a simple database. And so what happened is that at the end we were engaged in this tie. It was a tie breaking competition. Right. And so two minute pitches. Yeah. And so we had to give like a two minute pitch about, you know, one question. And the question was sort of like, why how why, does this affect your target audience right. basically and um, okay. i don't know like at least when i was thinking about that it wasn't like a certain moment but all the details in my mind came correct for some reason like it, to me it wasn't any more about just oh we're trying to find the niche in this community but i was thinking more of a lot a lot of the students um that are really you know lower income in our community right i was thinking more about the struggles that I was feeling and the struggles that a lot of my classmates were feeling rather than the business side of things. Right. And I think that when we were able to engage more of an anecdotal response, it was something that really elevated not only our performance, but made me realize too that this wasn't just about the competition at the end of the day, regardless right. of if we won or lost. Um, this was something that could not only be a viable need, but could also really just help a lot of people in general. So that was the one thing, I think. Yeah, I'm sure that story even resonated with the judges, right? Yep, and all definitely. That. What happened after that? Did you guys win? We, we ended up winning, yes. So that was, that, was, that was a pretty good story. <laughs> so what did you get out of that competition? So physically, we got... Um, a thousand dollars split, and we mm-hmm. progress to the next to the finals in Delaware, I believe. Delaware, yeah, yeah, University of Delaware, and, and um, that's coming up. No, we already. Oh, okay. last year, yes. Yeah. Okay, how'd that go? We did not win that competition. <laughs> that is a you international guys... pitch competition. Yeah. We were also yeah. premature. Like it wasn't, it wasn't an LLC yet. We didn't have a 
fully fledged platform yet and a lot of other companies had already had traction so it was for us it was just really good experience but look where you look where it got you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look where it got you guys yeah. right so that that's amazing to see that you know you had this idea and i think i i imagine that everyone feel like we're not just there yet right yeah. but you know you won that initial competition and you went to a bigger one and it's like you get to see everyone else and it's like that must have been awesome mm-hmm. right yes. what you observed there must have been very valuable to you to take away mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was like the first time i'd ever been in like an entrepreneurial type of environment i've always mm-hmm. been more on the engineering side my father's a programmer and my mom um like works in the it area so okay. i've been more built up on the programming side but like once i was in that environment yeah. i was like there's always that blend between business and tech that I right. never really understood before and it kind of opened my eyes there too. So. You kind of resonate with the ethos there. You kind of understand right. it more. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's having a, it's having an impact. It, it's it's cool to like build something, right, and then see it working on the screen. You're like, that's awesome. Yeah. But then you see the impact of other people oh, using definitely. it, you're like, whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Um, so, so tell me real quick, uh, you guys have partnered with Fitzy, right? We're an honorary yes. like high school member. That's what Miss Brady okay. likes to call us. How, how did you get in contact with Fitzy? Um, so one of my really good friends, um, her dad is actually like Miss um, Brady's CEO coach. Okay. And so um, one day we were able to meet up and uh, I don't know, she was just really excited about the business. And she's always, um, like from my conversation, she's always invested in getting the younger community involved in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so when she heard about that idea and how much it could help, she was immediately like, you know, she gave me a lot of resources at least to work with. And so that kind of was the start of our relationship right there. But I think that the biggest part is not necessarily any terms, any source of like financial support, but more of just the connections. Absolutely. I think that yeah. coming into this, again, like, more of an engineering side i'm not always the type of business savvy person that you know other individuals whose families are already in business they would already have and so getting that advice from those types of entrepreneurs that are all part of fitzy like it's it's been really great for us very rare is the person who has both you almost need to find another human who's good at that other thing and then you work together (laughs) have you guys been to any of the fitzy events we went to the uh, 15 year reunion yeah. Oh, okay. The one at Hood College? Yep. Yeah, I was actually there too. <laughs> well, I didn't know you guys then. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah no, that, that's amazing. I, I can't say enough good things about Fitzy, right, Mark? <laughs> Absolutely. I, mean, I have to admit, like when we, we, or at least when I approached Kathy initially, like it's like you're, you're pitching an idea, right? It's, right. A, it's a bit nerve wracking. But then towards the end of the Get conversation, to yeah, <laughs> yeah. towards the end of the conversation, you're like, wow, like this person really wants, right. you know, yeah. can see that I want to invest in the community and they really want us to succeed. And so, yeah. So good that you're, we've seen you guys work with her yep, as well. Definitely. Cool. So, um, Mark, do you have any other questions about the company itself? Have you decided what kind of roles you're looking to arrange for the volunteers or the, or the student side that you're going to try to pitch to the companies? Really, we're just going to leave it up to the companies, I think. It's okay. really just giving them the availability that these students and the students are eager to join jobs where they can have experience and most of the jobs are internships right now, too. It's okay. not even paid work at the moment. It's experience and internships. Right. And then, so real quick on some stats, you said how many how many students you have, roughly amount? Like 30-plus like students, I like think. 40, it's 30, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and that, that's a mo- that's between both your high schools or other high schools as well? That's just pretty between much between both, both of our high schools. Okay. Yeah. Right now. And how many businesses? 
think right now we have like 11 or 12 employers already on the site. And um, at least like for our business, nonprofits, civic organizations, they're all free. Right. And so um, that's what we've been really trying to start off with. And so, you know, United Way, Hospice, mm-hmm. um, New Market Fire Company, a lot of those organizations mm-hmm. have feel free to post onto our platform. Yeah. So far. And that's not, that's not the number of jobs. The number of jobs is much higher. Right. Yeah. right. It's just employees. the number of companies yeah, exactly. on there. Yes. And have you had any successes yet with like somebody getting on there and getting an internship? Um, there was, I did get oh, one yeah. recent application okay. just the other day. I okay. don't know what the status is yet, but, um, and you've also had some other high school students, I think apply mm-hmm. to the United way internships, but, um, those don't end until like April. So we won't hear about how well they'll do yet. Right. So yes. At the very least, we have some people signing up. But, yeah. applications. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, I'm excited to see where this thing goes. Oh, definitely. Really. <laughs> so cool. Like. I want to talk about you guys now. You know, you guys are are high school students here, and you are thinking of thinking as an entrepreneur. You're talking about things like this that most kids, I, I believe, like when I was a teenager, all I could think about was playing video games or you know, like what's going to happen in college and yeah. things like that. So, I'm really amazed that you guys are sitting here today and just talking about this kind of stuff. So, you know, you were talking earlier about your. It almost sounded like this idea was like a tick, right? It, yeah. You know, and it typically that does what that does happen, right? It's like you have this idea, you think about it a little bit, maybe you're a little motivated, and that kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. But if it really stays there, you're like, there's something oh, about this, right? That's going on, and and there were certain things that played out that got you to just commit to action, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say have been like your biggest influencers to commit to that action? Um, definitely just my community. Again, like. I can list a bunch of different moments, but Mm -hmm. I feel like all of them equally contributed to it as much. I can't really say one specific influence. Well, I mean, like, any influencer, like, was it your parents that really helped you, like, drive this to say, you know what, this is more than just an idea. Let me... Any mentors. Any mentors, any teachers, per se? I think my parents definitely were very helpful. Yeah, I know that... Your parents. Oh, definitely. definitely. (laughs) I mean, like, I just remember my dad, he always used to talk about... Um, and so he's, so my family's from the Philippines mm-hmm. and, um, he was getting, I think his degree, I think it was either a PhD or a PhD in CS, um, right before he was hired to come here to the United States. But he always told me that he was always interested in starting his own business. And so it always kind of, you know, resonated with me. Like, you know, like he gave me such a great life here. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be only right to sort of continue that. And when he kind of said like, you know what, you should continue working on this because there is something special here. It kind of pushed me forward. Cause I was like, it's not even just about my family and stuff, but uh, that was, it's kind of hard for me to articulate. No, that. yeah. That encouragement is so important. Oh, it is yeah. definitely. Yeah. Like, like you had, like I said, it's like this bug that keeps, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, Absolutely. it's there. And then your parents are encouraging Absolutely. you to do this. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, how about you? What's driving you to like do this entire thing during school? Definitely parents as well. And definitely the kind of support for my peers and my friends and also my teachers and Chris definitely helps. <laughs> Chris's parents have been yeah. really helpful. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's always good to have like a partner that you guys can kind of like play off each other, you know, you know, help each other's weaknesses if there's anything like that. So what would you say any any traits you feel like really have helped you so far in this endeavor? You know, is it something that you feel like you can are you motivated all the time? Is that what it is? Like, what would you say is a trait? Like, are you just organized? 
I think that like the biggest trait for me is my work ethic. Okay. One of the things that I always tell people is that I'm not always the smartest and I'm not always the most ingenious. So I can't just, you know, come into a class, for example, not study for a test and just get a hundred on it. I'm going to have to spend a couple hours on that. But I think that with entrepreneurship, obviously part of it is coming up with that idea and just being really creative. But the work ethic is so important in that endeavor too, right? Because just because you have the idea doesn't mean that someone else out there could possibly have that exact same idea and is working twice as hard as you. And so for me, like that ambition and also just trying to help my community, I think work ethic is definitely the biggest trait for me. Yeah, I think what ideas are dime a dozen, right? Yeah. yeah so it doesn't matter. It's all on the execution. But you're looking at that and as you discover those other things, it gives you the opportunity to recalibrate what you're doing right. to kind of focus on your own needs. That's just yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. How about you, Blue? I'd say persistence. Just being able to keep going and yeah. go for the best. But I think we've thrown so many ideas at FIDA. We used to have a compatibility test that oh, we go with, yeah. different pricing models, and we're just throwing all these ideas at mm-hmm. the end of the website. Some work, some really didn't work. And so <laughs> it's part of like what the lean methodology, right? You yeah. want to fail, you want to fail fast, right? Yeah, and you definitely. learn and <laughs> stuff like that. So any any kind of like bad habits you guys recognize now or you've maybe dropped? You know, we're all not perfect here, right? I rely on Chris a lot. So maybe <laughs> maybe a bit too much sometimes, but he gets the work done, so. Um, for me, probably, and it seems kind of counterintuitive to what I just said, but procrastination, definitely. I think it always gets the best of everyone. I was going to say, um, it gets the best of us, yeah. for sure. But I think it's just sometimes procrastination in terms of some of, like, yeah. schoolwork, I think, too. Because sometimes I'm just sitting in class and it's like... Would I really want to be, you know, studying about the War of 1812 or would I actually want to be working on building our mo- our MVP? And that's just the truth sometimes, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to know that, like, people, for example, are sending in resumes or people are signing up for the platform, but I'm here, you know, trying to calculate some vector angle or something like right. that. And so that's probably the hardest thing for me because then what happens is, like, sometimes I spend too much time on Vita that I don't put enough time on my academics or vice versa. And so that's probably the biggest issue, but so you just got to find a balance between mm, your schoolwork and all that. Yep. And so, yeah, you definitely want to graduate. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> now are you guys looking to, to actually go to college afterwards? Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you looking to study? Um, in terms of majors, probably computer science and math. Um, I don't know. Math has always been my favorite subject and same thing with CS, but, mm-hmm. uh, Definitely leaning towards, you know, some programs at different universities where you can get that dual degree with, you know, business administration and computer science. Like um, Jerome Fisher at Penn comes to mind. And okay. I think Berkeley also has a program too, but those are just examples. Yeah, yeah definitely. But you, Blue? Uh, some completely different route. Uh, by materials <laughs> engineering, a little bit more chemistry, a little bit more math and sciences, but I really enjoy doing this. Cool. Yeah. Hardware and software, you have a perfect, you know, yeah, blend definitely. right there. Perfect blend right there. That's right. <laughs> so again, all right, let's go back into you guys, you have this idea, you know, you're ready to take the plunge. Like what, what do you, what would you say your advice is to like kids your age or even, even people that may be a bit older than you, you know, like what do you feel like was one thing that you were, you were kind of fearful before and now after taking the plunge, you're like, ah, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I don't know. I, I feel like we took the plunge definitely. Well, yeah, you guys definitely <laughs> But I feel like yeah. we definitely had a pretty kind of a safety net. We started off all these uh, pitch competitions, okay. like the Diamond Challenge through University of Delaware and just being able to test our idea a few times before actually jumping in and knowing that we had a sound product, I think 
really helped us to not fail immediately. I don't think if this was something I was necessarily fearful of, but the one piece of advice that I'd give someone, for example, um, that was entering the plunge would be uh, just not being too confident, I feel like, about your idea or not expecting rapid growth at the beginning. Okay. Um, just because, like, I remember, you know, like, for the pitch competition, for example, we'd have to lay out, like, our go-to market plan and we'd, like, yeah. estimate that, like, by the end of last year, we were already in, like, the mid-Atlantic. Yeah, we said, and oh, I was we like, half the nation, we're just going to cover Right, it. and I was like, there's... That's everybody's hope and dreams, right? Right, and but, COVID, like, we'll be here by then. Right, and I feel like that's just, of course, it's unrealistic, but even sometimes, too, whenever I'm you know, thinking about, you know, our traction and stuff and like sort of our growth. A lot of times I've said lately, I'm like, it's not exponential, but it's steady. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I just definitely feel that whenever I expect too much growth at points, it makes working on it almost, you know, not pleasurable for me because I feel like the pursuit of happiness isn't just something natural that comes about, but it's more of like this goal that I'm trying to reach. So maybe just letting traction and growth come naturally within a company because I feel like that is so much more um, helpful for like even mental health. I think like, I, I feel like I benefit so much more when I get a surprise person who just signs up for the platform rather than when I'm waiting for someone to like, just enter in a new opportunity. So it's humbling too. And a really yeah. good reality check. Cause we realize now we want to focus on these communities and we want to stay in Frederick for a while. Mm -hmm. And we want to have this big presence in the community right. and work directly with these businesses and be able to reach out slowly from there. Maybe put a people in place in different regions to kind of broaden out from there. So your overall goals with this endeavors, you want you want it to be everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. All over the country. But you're like, if we can make this really work here in oh, this community, definitely. then exactly. for you, that that's like that's where you want to hit right mm -hmm. now. Definitely, that's our goal. And we always want to work really well right here. We always mm -hmm. want to work really well in each small community that we can have. We want to have some sort of level of oversight where we can make sure that each community has this working model for each business and each student. And even like. You know, a lot of our traction right now has been through direct coordination with businesses. For example, um, a lot of our friends here in the Frederick area have parents who are business owners. And so sometimes you've been trying to talk to a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the organizations that these people spearhead are like organizations I've never heard of before, but are just doing great things, right? Like the Body Project, I think, exactly, posted yeah. onto our platform. They're helping a lot of individuals with disabilities. And uh, it, to me, it's like I'm also learning a lot about the different Community, groups right, here yeah. and, and so that's really yeah. fostering that community right there right. because even if you don't apply for that position you can read about all the great things that are happening just here right and to me that just fosters a different type of connection than anything else right I, I mean i remember when i first moved here you know coming out of college i used to volunteer a lot there and I, it was like hard to find volunteer opportunities that would be local to here mm -hmm. and there were some places you could look online and stuff like that but you know, it's not, it wasn't as easy as something like this. Now, I, I know this is not just strictly volunteering, yep. but like you said, it's an, it's an open window to different organizations that are doing different things. And you can be a part of that, whether it's an unpaid internship or some paid opportunity within a local organization. Um, and that's, it's pretty cool for someone like in high school to, to do that or anyone for that matter. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that, um, is the platform actually limited to just high school students or is it open to anybody? It's limited right now for high school students. We've okay. had some debates about opening it up to the college platform because like a lot of the really good, like for example, tech internships are open to college students, but we want to make sure that we focus on the high school students first and then we'll go right. from there. Yeah. Okay. 
So what would you say, you've alluded to this earlier, right? You said your parents have been a very good influencer and stuff like that. Have you, what would you say you've gotten the best advice from? Is it from them? Is it from teachers, other entrepreneurs from here? I think um, a lot of, um, I don't know if it's just general advice, but even just our students, like the people that are using our platform in general, Mm -hmm. um, because, and this happens too, like for example, in writing, like whenever we work on a rough draft for so long, like we often miss the most simple things because we're so invested in it. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten a lot of great advice from users who um, are just using the platform, just playing around with it, clicking buttons. And they're like, I don't know where I ended up or I don't see this on the map and stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice because again, like uh, just making sure that we simplify the experience on both sides is really, really key. Cause you know, if it's, it's a hard thing to, if it's a labyrinth to have to navigate through, you're not going to want to use it in the first place. That was one of my, my questions I was thinking earlier is, uh, how do you market your operational local employers? But I was looking at your pull down menu as how do the local employer employers know that there's a pull down sub menu option yeah. on your website yeah. in order to post a job. Mm-hmm. Just, we're still tweaking. We're still adjusting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a, criti- no, no, not a I, criticism. It's yeah. just something you, they need to know about that. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is how I do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and all that stuff is just iterating and testing is what, what you're talking yeah. about there. So mm-hmm. it's very good that you guys are, are constantly changing because you need to you know, simplify great. the process there. So if I'm same age as you, right? I'm in high school and I was an aspiring entrepreneur as you. What, what's the one piece of advice you would give with what you know today? Probably just uh, dream big, probably. I think that when you go into something like this, the preconceived notion is that, oh, you're just in high school. You're probably just going to build a clickable app that has one or two buttons. But for us, it's like, even right now with the traction that we've got, I'm already like very, very honored to have all of those organizations on our platform and all of those students willing to use it as well. And I would have never dreamt that this was possible when I even just thought of the idea. And so I think just dreaming big and not really, you know, letting doubt, you know, overcome you, I think is probably the biggest advice. That I, think. I would say knowing the proper steps you have to take, just going in order and making a list or even a physical, yeah, just like a checklist, going in order of exactly what you have to do, starting at a small level, building up, having some support, having some guidance, some level of growth and expect reasonable things in dream big i will say right out the right out the gate of your description of vita edo what i got out of it was not this is just some clickable app somewhere but you're working on getting people connected Mm -hmm. that's really your main business and i that came out in your first description yeah yeah and it it comes out in each of your personalities absolutely and the app is simply in service to that yeah that's right yeah and and, and we we can see why you guys are so driven about that because yeah. it is your personal aspirations there and that's that's amazing stuff um do you guys currently do any any kind of volunteer work with any organizations i do a few races and management for along those lines um, okay and also i kind of work on my own business on the side a little bit food prep and catering um, Kachu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't do any volunteer specifically with a like a separate organization. I do a lot of it within my school. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, I help coach the math counts team 
okay. over at West Frederick Middle School. And then I'm also like the president of our math and computer science honor society. So, um, for example, one of the initiatives we started to do there to try to address things like this is like a peer to peer tutoring platform too. So students can just log on, connect with a tutor and then using a Google form, they can just connect. And so that's really the volunteer work I've been doing. And a, a lot of tutoring, a lot mm-hmm. of my friends have gotten into like the higher level math. So I'm getting good. a lot of texts on a daily basis about trying to solve derivatives and stuff like that. But still very people oriented catering, you know, yep. <laughs> math club. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's that's amazing work, guys, and I I can't wait to see what's in store for you guys, you know, in college, and you know, see where this organization is going to go or whatnot. So, last question: um, Have you guys made any any recent purchases of you know less than a hundred bucks that you feel like has significantly improved your life? Let's think about that one, Chris. Um, I don't want this to sound cheesy. This is a true story. Um, so, I recently had some interviews for um, some NCI internships, okay. and. Uh, after one of them, I had to take an Uber ride back home. Um, and so the guy was just really, really inviting to me. He, he was really talkative. He was like, oh, you're like my third Chris of the day. Um, and I didn't tell him anything about Vita EDO at the forefront, but I told him a little bit about some of the classes I was taking. And I was like, you know, I'm taking physics. He's like, physics? Like, I used to love physics when I used to study it. And he would give me some facts that even I didn't know about <laughs> physics and stuff. And you know, he would talk about so much about like, oh my God, you're so bright. And he would say that, you know, like, it's so unfortunate that so many students like don't have great opportunities, right? He's like, cause he was, um, I don't remember what part of Africa he was from, but he said like, like, I'm not going to brag or anything, but if I grew up here in America, like the process is just ABC. He said, I'd be a billionaire by now. We probably wouldn't be even having this conversation. And he said that it's just so unfortunate that so many great students, um, can't have really fulfilling opportunities just because of, you know, because there's nothing really out there for them to connect with. And it right. kind of just validated it again for me. I was like, you know, I was, it was really tired in the day. I was going to take a nap, but I was like, that was just another thing to tell me that Vita is something that really needs to be worked on and really needs to be pursued. So that was, seems made up, but I can assure you that is a hundred percent true. I believe that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Any purchases for you? Oh, I can't think of much. I mean, this sweatshirt I think is fantastic. <laughs> there you go. For me. But this is a great sweatshirt. I really like this. Very good. Yeah. I love their, their logo. So the person yeah, reaching for the stars, yeah. is that what kind yeah. of the idea behind it? It was uh, originally for a logo contest in the eighth grade. Um, I think there was like some competition FCPS had. It was like the uh, the department for like equity services or something like that and so we had to submit like different logo designs and so i submitted this one and then another one but the other one won i actually don't know why i thought this one was a lot better <laughs> if i'm being completely honest but i'm kind of glad because then now you're um, using it when yeah. we revised the logo i was like i have a good file that kind of represents you know reaching for something and so yeah this is our second logo second first, second logo. first one was a papaya a papaya yeah a papaya yeah for a random re- we don't even know, don't why know. It that, was our, yeah. that was our third member like our deciding papaya is a good sound reason for a logo yeah very good so you guys want to plug the site like where, where would you where would i go as a high school student um for high school students and for employees and for employees, employees. Yeah, that's right yeah. um go to vita-edo.com so v-i-t-a-edo.com and yeah you can just sign up create a yeah. free account and Oh, they even have to contact you. They can just sign up right oh, there, for right? Sure. Yep. Awesome. awesome. Contact us yeah. at chris.pondock at vita-edo.com and blue.shapiro at vita-edo.com.
Perfect. Or it, you guys also plug in on social, on social media, media, right? Uh, yeah. I think our Instagram is vita.edo. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter is kind of a little iffy. Instagram is probably our bigger platform okay. right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I mean, I appreciate you guys coming out and talking about uh, Vita EDO. And I, I'm just in awe of you guys and, and what you guys are planning to do today and what you guys may accomplish tomorrow. You know, that's, that's pretty awesome how much work you've put in, how much stuff you've learned, how much stuff you, you will learn in the next couple of years. So I'm really excited to see where you guys end up and where the company ends up as well. So, All very cool. Yeah. yeah. Amazing yeah. stuff, guys. Yeah. You know, let's, let's touch base again if we can. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Yep.